Welcome to another podcast of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org. So a few things that um, I would like to share with you guys. One is we're going to start talking less on politics because there is no end to it and it's useless. And I find it to be a waste of time, basically. (laughs) I think once you know how to think and you can use your brain that God gave you, then you can hopefully peel off all the garbage, all the trash, all those pundits that, you know, they know what's going to happen before it's going to happen. Well, I thought prophecy was ended a long time ago. Uh, But I guess, you know, they think they know something. And I just find it to be, you know, my, my... Encouragement is to to encourage people to think. That's what I want. To cut the garbage, the propaganda, which is enormous. Um, So I think by now we pretty much established that. But a few things that we haven't spoke about. So I'm talking to you right now. We are in uh, mid-July 2018. And there is a whole war, if you want, here in the United States about a Supreme Court judge. And I'm going to share with you my opinion about it. First of all, I don't really care. Second of all, I have never seen so many people concerned or or worried that the right to kill babies will be taken from them. It seems like this is the thing that should prevent this this judge from being uh, on the on the bench. Because he might take our privilege, our right to kill babies. Even that, that's very liberal and progressive, obviously. Um, never seen anything like that. You know, you can argue about abor- abortion, you can, uh, and, and you know, sometimes maybe even be justified, you know, rape uh, cases or uh, life threatening of the mother that, you know, she might be suffering. I get it. But to treat a baby like it's a zit, and excuse me, eh, I'm amazed. Oh my God, they're gonna stop us, stopping us from killing our babies. What is wrong with those people? You didn't give life, therefore you cannot take them. And that goes also to the other end of life, all this uh, helping people to die, right? To, to suicide or to take them off machines, it's not you, It's not our call as humans to do that. Yes, we don't want anybody to suffer, but in terms of abortion, an excuse to kill a baby, oh, it's interfering with my college or with my high school, give me a break. Here is an idea, avoid having sex. How about that? Unless you're, if you're a Christian and you believe in the Virgin and all this, it's a different story. But usually you need to have another partner. So if you, cannot, if you can't hold yourself, bear the consequences. Okay? And think. And be responsible. Men and women. But it's just amazing me. I, I, I'm it's really, really amazed uh, what the Democrats are saying. Oh, they're going to 
Turn Roe versus Wade, which I never heard about, but I'm new to this country, so. Um, and that we will not be able to kill babies anymore. Isn't this, uh, it's, it's frightening. What's going to happen is going to have, you're going to have states that are going to encourage slash allow it, probably California, probably New York. And you have states that will not. So if you really, really want to kill your baby, go to New York, drive to California. Not such a big deal. So that's my intake on that, because as an observant Jew, I do respect the laws of the country I am living in. And the Supreme Court obviously is the supreme law, if you want. But hey, there is, for me, something that is even more supreme than that, and that's the Bible. So since we are not living in a theocracy where we follow the Bible, I accept and respect but my point of view will always be based on the uh, on the Bible. Is it moral? Is it good? Is it evil? The whole idea of, well, it depends on your perspective, is nonsense. Because evil in the guy who's performing it is not evil. It's probably good. Hitler probably thought he did... Uh, a great service for the world, eliminating 6 million Jews, 2 million gypsies, is cleaning the world. That's not evil, in his opinion. We should, should we respect it? Should we go with, everybody's entitled to their opinion? This is nonsense. You have evil, and you have good. And that's what the Bible teaches us. The first thing, you have the tree of good and evil. This is the choice we need to make. Not everything is good. Not everything is the end of the world, if the, the Republicans are ruling or there is a new Supreme Court. This is just pure politics propaganda. And we, Jews, Christians, even Muslims, people of the book, monotheistic uh, belief system, if you want, and without even, even without any belief system, even atheists, unless you treat... Babies like their zits, like they are, I don't know, uh, a nail, fingernail. And then there's nothing we can do to convince you. You're just a bunch of cells of molecules. But if you see beyond that, then I believe that we should be able to, to screen all this propaganda, all this trash that is flying all over. On both sides, don't get me wrong, on both sides. More on the, on the left side, if you want, of the political spectrum. I always say that's the reason why the right side is always right, or most of the time. Um, but that's, that's how I, I see that and thought I should share it with you. So, for those who are, you know, anti-abortions and all that, I'm with you on that, but also take care of those who are already born. Okay? Don't just, oh, well, we are anti, we are, how do you call it, pro-life, right? Pro-life. How about the life of those who are already living? And I'm with you on that, that the baby is a living creature inside his mother's womb. For those who are looking, you know, this is what I found. If you don't care about babies, 
about embryo, probably you will not care about other people's problem. It's just the human soul is once you get so um, stiff and sensitive, you know, it's affecting you. You can see all those horrible things on the internet. A lot of things coming from the Middle East, the beheading of this, beheading of that, blowing up. You are horror movies, even though you know it's not real. It's still affecting our soul. And I would recommend to avoid any of that. If you need to get thrilled by a horror movie or by a snaff uh, internet clip or whatever, you're creating a huge damage to your soul. And that also goes to um, certain professions. For example, we, the Jewish people, have a certain way to uh, to uh, a slaughter animal in order to eat. Back in the days, it was very rare. Only high spiritually people would be able to go and perform that uh, procedure, if you want, and kill an animal. Today, you can stand up with your boots with blood up to your boots and cow after cow, sheep. Why do you think it's not affecting that, that person's character? If he is not spiritually strengthen himself, you're going to have a very not nice person. person who doesn't really care. He is just, well, blood is not, is meaningless to him. I'm not calling here to all to be vegan. But you know what they say, if the, if, the house, if the walls of the slaughterhouse will be made of glass, everybody will, will be vegan. There is true to that, to some extent. But anyway, that's not really our, my, my main uh, issue here. That's what I'm planning to talk about. I just want you to take, all of the, take off all the propaganda about the judge, about the whole Supreme Court, about this whole politics that goes with it. Obviously, the guy is very well uh, equipped with the skills and knowledge to be a Supreme Court uh, a judge. So, why not support it? There is a constitution in this country, and thank God for that. Otherwise, you will be have, like in Israel, rules, laws are changing, depends on the wind, that who, who is uh, taking over the, the government. We have to be persistent good versus evil hopefully we can add more good to the world and create less evil the more good we, we do less evil there is we shouldn't be you know naive that everything is good everybody's happy let's let's hug a tree or something like that we're not in the 70s anymore there is evil and we need to do our best to eliminate as much as we can out of it with that, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org.
And we're back to another segment of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. So I would like to move on to other more important things, and that is our life. And I want to share with you something that was said by Maimonides, which is one of the most interesting Jewish scholars and philosophers through the history in which I personally admire. And he said, and I'm briefly paraphrasing, just like when you're sick and there is sickness in your physical body, you're going to the doctor. There is sickness in spiritual, emotional aspect of your life. You should go to the doctors of the soul, those who can heal, heal your soul. And yet, I find it to be very rare, A, because we have so many charlatans, people who claim to be spiritually alleviated from, from all of us, rabbis, priests, pastors, you name it, doesn't really matter. Uh, um, they didn't heal themselves. They will tell you all the cliches. And they would encourage you to come to speak to them and obviously uh, pay the, the fees and dues. And you know what? If they're good, pay it. But go, go to somebody that is have a deeper, deeper understanding and doesn't just give you cliches. Oh, it's all for the best. That's what gods want. You know what? Those answers are good if you have nothing else. But what I find in... And I'm a therapist, as you all know. I see, I'm seeing a lot of people. And it's been um, consistent. What I see is that people are always look for, for the solution outside, outside of themselves. Uh, on a physical uh, level and on a spiritual and emotional, even a mental level. And our biggest enemy is ourselves. The, the, we all have this very amazing tendency to self-sabotage. Obviously, if you look at Genesis, again going to the Bible, um, Adam, right? We can criticize him. First of all, he listened to his wife. That's already a problem, and that's a, that's a, a whole discussion for another time about relationship. But self-sabotaging. It's the, the easiest thing is to blame others. Why are you sick? Oh, well, they did this to me and they did that to me and I was stressed. And... Or even for those who are more advanced, that is what God wants for me. Why do you have cancer? That is what God wants for me. Why do you have diabetes? Obviously not because you're eating like crazy all the junk. That's what God wants for you. I find it to be A, irresponsible, and B, extremely stupid. Uh, and usually they go together well, the irresponsibility and the stupidity. And again, this is no, you know, there is no discrimination when it comes to that type of things. You can be black, white, pink, blue, yellow, whatever. You can still be stupid and irresponsible. And you can be Christian, Jew, Muslim, Buddhist, Hinduist, or whatever, even atheist, uh, and still be irresponsible and stupid. So, 
what's, what will be the right thing to do is to be responsible. And you know, I, I'm not going to say be smart. Some of us, it's challenging. But don't do stupid things. If you know what, you do is, what you're doing is stupid, then don't do it. Okay? Do the opposite. So, I'm going to share with you uh, from my, if you want, clinical experience and knowledge uh, about, about certain things that I've seen. A lot of diseases, especially the autoimmune diseases, are because of us, basically. I know it's easier to blame God and to say, oh, forgive me because whatever, I didn't pay my dues or uh, I cheated my taxes. I, I don't think that's the reason that you're sick. That we, we see this enormous uh, amount of people who are on antidepressants. I like antidepressants. I like them because they have a side effect that solved the problem forever. Many of them are uh, encouraging suicide. You're going to have suicidal thoughts, but no depression. Isn't that amazing how they p solve the problem? I'm more into the natural way. But you see all the stories. I mean, the, the last uh, the, the person that I can think of that will commit suicide is Robin Williams. Rem remember him? Comedian, funny guy, family, wealth hang himself. And he was on antidepressants. Now, I'm, to avoid any, you know, suing me or anything like that, there is no uh, relationship or connection between the two, okay? But if you read, if you read the, the brochure that comes with the pills, all that information, suicidal thoughts, and many other problems, might cause this. You know, all those commercials when when they, uh, I have something in my skin and I feel embarrassed, right? And you see this lovely girl or woman and, and how she embarrassed in the gym and she needs to cover. But since, since she found this drug, uh, the skin is great. And then you have a guy reading so fast all the, okay, some of the, of the things that might be happening. You might have cancer, you might damage your liver and your kidneys and, Ah, uh, well, skin versus kidneys. You know what? If you're not so smart, you will choose skin. Because it's all about, here in America at least, the, this culture is all about how you look and what other people's, uh, people think about you. Not how you feel. How is your inside? How is your uh, well-being, your health? Nah, as long as I look good, that's okay. That's not, not a smart choice. So the first thing is to stop blaming. Stop blaming the creator. Stop blaming other people. And start taking responsibility. Many, many issues. I think I would generalize many issues in terms of health are coming due to self-destruction. When you have unsolved issues with your parents, with your uh, spouse, with your children, with people at work, and you take it into your system, you are shutting your system down. You are affecting your immune system and not in a good way.
it's not just stress, which is called as the silent killer that can drive your blood pressure crazy. This is just one aspect of it. But think about this. There is like a warm, emotional warm, uh, mental warm that is eating you alive from inside. Constant hate, frustration, uh, even when you dislike somebody. Again, you can dislike somebody, nobody asks you to marry them, but after all, they God created them as well. So if you like God, if you appreciate what God is doing, He created those people. So why are you coming with your, you know, hatred, your agendas? Let it go. Water under the bridge. This shall pass too. Right? There is wisdom in all those sentences, all those, if you want, cliches. Let it go. Why are you carrying? There is a very famous uh, Zen, Buddhist Zen story, which I, I like to read. A lot of them. A lot of wisdom. About two monks, one older monks, monk, and the other one, they just you know, started, a very young monk. They are gonna, they want to uh, cross the river. And they're gonna do it by foot. And there is, the currents are, not everybody can do that. So as they preparing, there is a, I don't know, a young girl over there, maybe 15, 16 years old. And she asks the monks to help her cross with them. So the older monk says, she's no problem, no problem. Here, hop on my back. And he, carrying, he, he carried her to the other side. They get to the other side safely. He says, thank you, goodbye, goodbye. Then continue walking. After 45 minutes of walking, the young monk asks the older one, I have to ask you, you know, we took all those uh, vows, we should not touch women and all this. How could, how did you, you went against all what we believe. You just put her on your back. You touched her. How could you? And the old monk looked at him and says, you know, I dropped her off 45 minutes ago. Why you are you still carrying her? In your mind. Set it free. Move on. Even if you fail, you move on. You learn from it and you move on. Okay? So, there's a lot of wisdom, you know, in many other religion, religions as well. Um, obviously, as a Jew, I'm not going to convert or change because I think that's what I need to do. But we can learn wisdom from other people as well, other religions as well. If that makes us better people, so be it. You don't have to convert. You don't have to, you know, change your belief system unless it falls. And that's a different story. Um, but then we think about it. Don't carry all those negativity. And with that, we're going to take another quick break. As you're listening to The Jewish View, I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Kohn, here on citykradio.org.
And we are back to another segment of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org. Those of you who, uh, you know, listen to this podcast, hopefully regularly, uh, know that I really, really like to learn history. Ancient uh, and even the recent one. You can always look at things and give you perspective. And... We are now, the Jewish people, are in a, in a time of the year where we really need, we're really looking into our history. Next week, there's going to be the anniversary, if you want, of the destruction of the Jewish temple. And we, quote-unquote, celebrate it, remember it every year. And... Those of you listening know I'm not a big fan of the of the Roman Empire, and I think they they weren't such a nice guys. That's put in, in the beginning, not not for Christians, and uh, in the end, not, and in during this time, not to the Jews as well. And as we are, you know, reflecting on what happened, it's been let's see if we take seventy of 2018, you will have the number of the years that we are remembering this every year. And obviously there is a reason why we remember this, because we, the Jewish people, we do believe that we're going to have a new one, the third one. The first one was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar, you all read the Bible, I assume. Remember the story, Jeremiah tried to tell them to do certain things. The kings, the kings actually didn't listen. They went with their ego. We should have ally with Egyptian, right? And the Almighty says, uh, Egypt, Egypt is not gonna. I don't think it's gonna work. And if they're gonna try and help you, the Babylonian will smash them, and that's exactly what happened. The idea of outsmart the Creator is always. I'm always amazed by it. It's like. God gave you brain, and you try to use the brain to manipulate him. He already he created your brain. He know how you think, and all those calculations that you're gonna make, and you try to manipulate him. It's amazing. Again, going to to uh, irresponsible and stupid. What do you what are what are we thinking? God, you know you you created us, and your prophets just told us something. Uh, we're going to bypass that. We're going to outsmart you. Okay? It's amazing. So that was the first one. Then after 70 years, you know, the Israelites, the Jews, came back. That's pretty much the end of the Bible, for me at least. And we have we no longer have prophets. But... All the prophets that we, we do have, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Elijah, all of them. There, is a, there, were, there were more. I'm going to teach you a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. We have many prophets. We have schools of prophets. But we only wrote in the Bible what is worth keeping to the next generations. So it will always be vivid, alive, relevant. Okay? You think we don't have uh, arrogant kings in our time? Think again. 
You think we don't have uh, idol worshippers? Think again. We don't have people who are sacrificing their kids? Think again. Yes, they don't put, put their babies on a statue. The Molech, right? That's, I'm sure you heard about that. We no longer thank God practice that horrible thing. But we have people, parents, who are sacrificing their kids to drugs, to porn. Again, to stupidity. Self-sabotaging. And you name it. And people are like, okay, let's go and kill other people. Let's steal. Oh, the god of money. This, those are all idol idols. Those are all, all, all idols. On top of them, you have the American idol, which is a whole different story. Superficial. No depth. No thinking. Yeah, maybe talent. So what? So what? So God gave you a talent. Now what are you going to do? I want to be successful. I want to be famous. Look how many people are famous and they are miserable. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're famous and you can manage it, and you have the, the right emotional, mental tools, spiritual tools to deal with it, meaning it doesn't go to your head, and you remember that there is an entity, call it God, Creator, Almighty, whatever, above you, and you say, thank you, now I have something to share with the world. That's, I'm going to use the famous that you gave me, you made me famous, you gave me this talent, whatever it is, and I'm going to make something good out of it. But if you look at the, the especially here in America, most of the so-called celebrities, important people in their own mind, um, it's empty. There's nothing there. So shallow, superficial. Yeah, maybe they speak, you know, righteously. Right for this, right for that. It's very easy, and I always say it, and I'm going to repeat it again. It's very easy and convincing to be righteous on other people's expense. For example, if you know you're pro-immigration, good for you. Why don't you use your mansion to host some of those... Uh, Immigration, Im immigrant kids. Oh no, they're gonna. Maybe not gonna respect your four walls, huge four walls, in your mansion in Bel Air or, or wherever. But hey, keep, keep, put them with the simple people, right? Let the government. This is famous people, or or uh, if you want, celebrities that are not using their talent, their famousness, if there is a word like that, I don't know, uh, to, do some, to do something good. Some of them go to Africa to save kids from Africa. Seriously, go to Chicago. F start close to your house. Those who speak your language, those who sh share the same culture, if you want, for good and bad. Help synagogue, churches, you name it, organizations that help feed people so they, don't, so they don't have to sleep under a bridge and find uh, food in the trash. But a picture in Africa is much, much more powerful, right? 
I feel good about myself. So, where, where I'm going with it is very simple. The Bible is teaching us all those things. Good and, and less good, if you want. And the less good is pretty much to avoid. Okay, if you know that uh, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to do something horrible to your neighbor, then don't do that. Look what happened, you know, the story of uh, the vine with the vinery, Navot, Navot vinery, right? When the king, Ahav, wanted the, the vinery of, of Navot, and his wife, Isabel, took into charge, and she made it up that he will be dead. And he can inherit, the king will take it, and it will be his vinery now. We have situations like this in our life all the time. We try to you know, manipulate, to cheat, and nobody's perfect. But at least, you know, think. Try to avoid it. And do good. Listen to the prophets. Okay, we don't have prophets anymore. Take the principles from the prophets. And most important, use your brain. Is that thing that I'm going to do now, that business act, that relationship, that conversation with somebody, with my kids, is that going to be, I'm going to come with, you know, good faith and try to help or I'm trying to, get, to gain something? Money, honor, respect, yeah, you know, boost my ego, all that type of stuff. Nobody said it's going to be easy. You have to remember that. Easy, it's not going to be. But we need to think of our action. And again, learn from history. Look at the Roman Empire. How did it collapse? From within. Okay? It wasn't nice. They out outsourced their, their army and then the army decided, hey, why should we take orders from those guys? We can do it ourselves. And everything collapsed. So sometimes it's good to have a system, even if it's, it's not perfect. You have a constitution, you have a, you know, a two-party system, which is better than all the other system. Let's take the good out of it and try to create a, a civil society that hopefully will follow the path towards the Almighty to create more you know, spirituality, more light more happiness, more kindness, regardless of religion right now. Okay? If you need the manual, it's called the Bible. And with that, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. And we're back 
to the last segment of today's podcast. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org. So, last Shabbat, Saturday, Sabbath, we just finished reading the fourth of the, from the five books of Moses, Numbers. There's a lot to learn from it. The, the last thing that we talked about, a few topics in the last uh, few chapters are the travels from, you know, the journeys from point A to point Z, basically, 42 places. There's a lot to learn because from it because, you know, the easiest thing will be what? You need to spend 40 years in the desert because you cried for nothing? Okay, stay here 40 years and wait. That's not what happened. What happened? Two years here, three years there, moving, moving in the desert, 42 times. Why? What is our Creator trying to teach us? What, what can we learn from this? So obviously there are a few answers, but the one I find more, uh, I'm more connected to as a, as a acupuncturist, you know, Chinese medicine guy, is when you stand too much in the same place, even though it's a horrible place, you get used to it. When you, when you get used to it, you're afraid, or you don't even want to go to, uh, to you don't want to change it. Because you already get used to it. You have people in abused abusive relationship. Why are you not leaving this guy who is beating you, who is treating you like garbage? Uh, so you have the other, you know, the usual nonsense. Oh, he loves me, which is a very unique way to show love. But you know what will happen? Where do I go? All this stuff. That's what happens when you don't have faith. When you are afraid of the unknown because you don't have faith. If you do the right thing, if you need to get away from an abusive relationship, take your kids and leave this, I don't want to say the word, uh, alone. Okay? Take your kids and start a new chapter. If you are struggling with with addiction, go to a place that you can get help. Don't go to the same dealer. That's my point. Because you know him and you're used to that over and over and over. So, the same idea goes to health in Chinese medicine. You know, if you're stuck in a certain bad habits, bad eating, uh, too much sex, you know, you name it, lack of exercise, then don't just sit there and get used to it. Move. Change. You're going to fail. You know what? In the beginning, you're probably going to fail. It's going to be hard. Nobody says it's going to be, you know, easy. But create a movement. Life is a journey and have a lot of, uh, if you want, stations in its way. Pray. Think of your, about your actions. 
ask your creator to help you, to guide you. And eventually you will get to the promised land. So we ended that book, Book of Numbers, with some civil laws. What, what happened if there is a murderer? Somebody is taking the right for life from another person. And the, the, the Torah is very clear about that. I think I mentioned that a few times. If you're taking someone's, if you want human rights, right on the spot you lose yours. Okay? So think about it. Again, good and evil. If somebody is murdering somebody on purpose, he is no longer human. If it's a mistake, it's a different story. We have all those, if you read the, the, the last chapter of Numbers, you have those uh, cities that you go, you run away to that city, and you sit there with the, the priest of that city, and you repent, you learn, all that stuff. You, you, you need to think why that happened. Why I was so... So, um, no, I didn't pay attention the way I drove and I killed somebody. Okay? Something to avoid. So you need to think about it. You reflect. That is justice according to the Torah. If you are doing horrible things to other humans, on purpose, after you've been told not to do that, there is no reason for you to walk on earth. We have jail system, we have uh, all kind of stuff, even execution if needed. If it's a mistake, there is a way back. And we're going to start next week, we're going to start the last of the five books, and that is amazing speech all these books is one speech or a few speeches if you want where Moshe Moses is preparing us the Israelites that he's uh, he's gonna leave us and I like to read it because again it gives you a clear understanding between good evil right mistake and he's trying to share with us, you know, all as, as the, the top prophet, if you want, of the Jewish people, try to share with us, with us all the mistakes, all the traps that we can fall into. He says, hey, this is a trap. Avoid it. Bypass that. Don't go there. Look, there is good and there is evil. There is life and there is death. Choose life. He also prepare us for failures. Telling us that we're going to mess it up. For sure. Why? Well, we're humans. We have this tendency to self-sabotage, as we spoke earlier. And yet, he's letting us know, the Israelites, the Jewish people, that even though we're going to mess it up, Badly. We're going to do idol worshipping. We're going to do stupid things. There's always a way back. And our Creator 
the Almighty will not leave us. It's not like he's going to change his mind and choose another nation. I don't like God to change his mind. Because he, if he knows what's going to happen, he should take it into consideration. Which he did. And that's why Moshe, Moses telling us, I know you're going to mess it up. I know you're not going to listen to me. When you're ready, I will be there for you. Till then, let's play hide and seek. Okay? I'm going to hide, and when you're ready to seek, you'll find me. All those horrible things that happened to my people in Europe, in the Middle East, you know, the extermination of communities, annihilation of, and not just the Holocaust, through the history. Europe, I always said, Europe is, you, you, you put a, a, a pin on the Europe map, probably a, a Jewish massacre over there, a pogrom. It's full of Jewish blood. Mostly due to religion, where, Christ, where, where Christians persecuted uh, the Jews. But we have that in the Middle East as well. I would say to less, less you know, extent or much less severe than what happened in Europe. But still, it wasn't fun. And now we have other nations that are uh, talking, you know, let's kill all the Jews, let's, because they conquered our country. It's not your country. It's not your land. No land is human land. It all belongs to the Almighty. Okay, and if he decided that the Jews are going to win the war, then it's going to, he's going to give it to them until we mess it up. And then we go to exile. But no country, no land belongs to anybody. Here's the scoop. The whole globe belongs to the Creator. The whole universe. So all those, it's our land, it's my country. Give me a break. If you read and learn history, you will see that there's almost no real nation that have its own country. It's all, they all conquer it from somebody. There was, there was a war and somebody lose, somebody won. And maybe he, the, the, the winning side hold that piece of land for hundreds of years. Does that make them theirs? Are you saying that the more time pass, it's okay that you conquered the country of someone else? So let's remember that. Earth belongs to the Creator. Everything belongs to the Creator. If you remember that, there is no point of fighting over land. Persecution. And I think that one of the things that Moshe is telling us, you know, when you're ready, the Creator, God, the Almighty, will, will reveal, himself, reveal Himself to you, and you will hopefully stick to the right path and avoid stupidity and ignorance and irresponsibility. With that, I hope you think about it. We're going to end up our podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. Listening to The Jewish View, I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org.
produced by CTK Media Services.